Welcome to Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. I'm your host, Tigrila Gardenia, nature-inspired mentor and leadership coach. In this podcast, I share ancient and modern knowledge from biology to spirituality about the wondrous ways in which plants can help you lead a naturally conscious life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 12. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects and my favorite type of people, well, people in the very broadest sense of the word people, multipotentialites. I love, love, love multipotentialites. So if you've never heard this term before, sometimes it's called multi-passionate, multi-potentialite. I'm sure that you can sort of guess what it means, but I'm going to give you kind of one of the, looking at Wikipedia, I'm going to give you the formal definition that Wikipedia states. Multipotentiality, which is basically a multipotentialite, is an educational and psychological term referring to the ability and preference of a person. Remember here in this naturally conscious world, persons goes to all kinds of persons, human persons, plant persons, other forms of animal persons, because, you know, humans are animals. So persons in general, um, the ability and preference of a person, particularly one of strong intellectual or artistic curiosity to excel in two or more different fields. So basically, Multipotentiality means that you have multiple passions and you are dedicated and driven and excel in them. And what I love about this particular term is that not only does it talk about strong intellectual and um, but it talks about also curiosity and curiosity is a really important element that we're going to get to. So why do I love working with multipotentialites? And specifically the question that I was asked is all are, are all plants multipotentialites? And I'm going to get to that question because I think it's a really important one to think of, but before they do this, I want to shatter kind of this myth that multipotentialites tend to be people who bounce around from thing to thing. One of the, um, probably most distressing, uh, pieces of, or experiences, I guess is the right word I'm looking for, that I have to deal with on a regular basis is the fact that I have lots and lots and lots of multipotentialites that come to me thinking that they have been sort of bouncing from place to place. They've been told they're supposed to focus on one thing and they're supposed to dedicate their lives in this one area. And I say hogwash, baloney, Absolutely not true. If you are a multipotentialite and you've been thinking that the path for you to be able to get things done is discipline and um, sort of focusing on one of your many, many passions, please stop that. Don't do it because it's not what you need. If anything, the plant world shows us that being a multipotentialite is more about looking at your overall deep patterns, looking at the way that you carry out those multiple functions instead of trying to eliminate the actual passions. So if you remember in episode 11, we talked about what does nature show us about your life purpose? If you haven't listened to that, stop right now, go back to that one, listen to it, and then come back here and catch up because this is a really important concept of understanding where your passions and all of these potential characteristics and talents and skills that you have fit in with your life purpose, because they're very much connected in a way that I think that most people don't, 
I, I don't know why. I actually don't know why we've been come we've come through this fallacy that believes that discipline is the number one way of doing everything. Discipline is important. Look, I'm an extremely disciplined person. I'm a Taurus. I have a Capricorn moon. I like being schematic on some things, but discipline is not a way to force yourself into something that your brain your mind and the way that your body works just doesn't work. It doesn't, doesn't come together. So I want to kind of um, take a step to look through what exactly it means. Now, when you're a multipotentialite, this means that your ability, your mind is able to process multiple forms of passions, right? So um, the most common multipotentialites that people see are artistic multipotentialites, which is one of the questions I got, you know, is creativity um, and, and multipotentialites always connected to some kind of creativity? And the answer is yes and no. Yes, because it is creative in the sense that it is creating something. It is looking and using at skills and it is looking at things in a creative or a non-unusual, in a non-linear um, sort of way. Multipotentialites tend to be people who have lots of different interests. Some of them seem very separate from one another. So the typical artistic person who maybe is, I don't know, a writer and a painter and also a sculptor and can also make music or something like this is one form of um, multipotentialite, but they're not all exactly that same way. Really what a multipotentialite is, is a person who has many different types of passions that they carry out. Now, the passions in and of themselves could be something like, like for myself, I, um, I love numbers, believe it or not. Like I actually uh, thought I was going to go into like one of the things that I really enjoyed in school was mathematics. And I went very, very far, very, very fast in mathematics and in high, higher levels of calculus and differential equations and things like that. I also happen to have been um, a, a silver knight in social studies, which is kind of this honor in high school that you're given um, when you excel in one area. And in social studies, I actually thought I was going to go into law. I potentially thought about politics um, and those aspects. So that's another passion that I have, which is connected to the oral arts, to argument, to discussion, to really digging deep into certain types of conversations. I also happen to be a musician. I My degree is in music and engineering, so it's music engineering. So I actually am a performer. Um, I sing and I used to play the piano and I love doing theater work. So as you can see, my passions are not all the same, right? My passions really go across multiple different um, forms of expression. What is the same is the next piece that we don't talk about, which is where the multipotentialite really should focus. The next piece is your deep pattern. Now I talked about this a little bit in episode 11, right? The fact is that we have all of these passions which, we, which help us carry out our deep patterns. And when I was talking to you about all the things that I loved, right? Mathematics, um, kind of social sciences and the humanities. And then I talked about my musical pursuits and my creativity. And of course, all of my work with plants, like these are all what seems to somebody external to me, like bouncing around from one topic to another. You know, I used to own a circus and I was a Kabbalah teacher and, and it might look like I was jumping. 
But when you get to the heart of the matter and you ask me a different question, which is not what do you do, but how do you do it? You will see that there is patterns, two to three little patterns that always come out. One, I'm an excellent communicator. It is one of the things I do. And specifically distilling information down to express it in a way that is easy and clear. Taking large concepts, visionary level concepts, things that are extremely complex, like massive numbers and equations, and narrowing them down to something simple. Or looking at a giant political strategy and then being able to distill it into the pieces that need to be done in order for your constituents to understand it. Or taking a giant software project like Windows when I used to work at Microsoft and being able to look at all those different pieces, all those different teams that are working on it and distill one schedule in which all of the pieces and all the contingencies fit into order. Are you starting to see the pattern here? That's my deep pattern. My deep pattern is this ability to take large swaths of information that seem very disparate and condense them into and see where they fit in together in order to create one message. Again, like I said in episode 11, this is the reason I'm such an amazing coach and an amazing mentor is because I help these multi-potentialites look at all these diverse things that for years people have been telling them are actually something that um, makes them bounce around and it doesn't give them a foundation. It doesn't give them a focus and help them bring and narrow it down. Not so much by eliminating, but by seeing how they're all the same, by seeing how they all work together and seeing how the pieces of each of these diff different passions could fit together. Or when are times where you use one passion, for example, for me, there was a period in my life where I was doing more creative arts. There was a period in my life where I was doing more social sciences and political sciences. There was a period in my life where I was doing more humanities and sociology type work or design work. I've worked in all of these and I've studied all of these. But each one of them, I was always carrying out the same types of roles. And those are those deep patterns. So your passions are the tools, the talents, the abilities that you use to carry out these deep passions, these deep patterns, excuse me. And this is exactly what we see in the natural world, right? This is exactly what you see when you do biomimicry for social innovation. You start to find the deep patterns that natural environments or natural systems carry out. So plants do this extremely well, right? taking in photosynthesis, uh, chemicals that are coming in and out of the, of the air around them, uh, bringing in information that's coming from their roots, uh, putting out runners and feelers to see what's happening, understanding the world using 20 plus sense senses, right? These are all quote unquote passions, characteristics that plants have to be able to understand. And then each plant has a series of patterns that they are most likely to carry out. Uh, filters, those that filter water and filter or others that filter the air really well. Uh, some of them that are really going to be great at taking in heavy metals. Some of them that instead are going to be amazing at being able to transform into sugars at an extremely high amount. Some that are really great at being able to uh, work through not having that much moisture and being able to survive and understand and create an environment when there isn't a lot of moisture in the air. 
uh, pioneer plants that are really amazing for creating shade and helping to transform the environment into something that can be useful to newer plants that are growing in. So turning a barren environment into something luscious that can be used. All of these are the deep patterns. We see these deep patterns in other kinds of animals. For example, birds that fly in formation have a series of very simple rules that they carry out in order for them to move together. So their deep pattern is this togetherness, this ability to even have uh, an obstruction, something that flies through the middle of the flock and for the flock to come back together. And why does that happen? Is because even though each one of them have their own passion and their own way of flying, ultimately there's a simple rule that is the deep pattern that they carry out in order to stay in that formation which happens to be a certain amount of distance that they should fly from their neighbor. And since they're always keeping that distance, they always come back together. So as you see in some aspects, yes, all plants are multipotentialites and they all are creative in the sense that they are looking for the best ways, the most adapted, optimal ways, the most transformative ways for them to accomplish those deep patterns. And that makes them creative because going back to our definition, multipotentiality is really something that you see in curiosity, having curiosity. And that is the reason why multipotentialites are compelled to a certain extent to try these different passions. Now, these passions don't all happen at the same time. That's another fallacy that we see. We think, oh, multipotentialites mean that you're just trying to do everything at once. Absolutely not. A multipotentialite has all these different passions, but they choose the series of passions that are most adept for what they're trying to accomplish in that particular moment. Remember how we said we have passions that are what helps you accomplish your um, what helps you carry out your deep patterns and your deep patterns are the tools that you use to accomplish your life purpose. So passions are kind of like a grab bag, right? You think of them as a toolbox where you have all these different tools inside of them, uh, your different passions, your different talents, your abilities. Your patterns are the way that you use these tools, your ability to really take these tools and put them together in the way that makes most sense. So if I'm building a house, I'm going to pull out a hammer and a saw, and I'm going to maybe take a tape measure. And these are the tools that I pull out. If instead I'm composing music, I might bring out a pencil and a metronome, and I might have all these other tools. So these are my tools, but ultimately my role, whether I'm building a house or creating music is probably one of bringing together multiple. So in the music sense, it would be grabbing multiple compositions and maybe arranging them together or creating something new, or maybe coordinating an orchestra, or these are the types of things that fit my archetype, my deep pattern, where if I was instead building a house, I would probably be a, a project manager, a coordinator, somebody that got the materials to the place that organized that the materials came into place. So I might not just use my hammer and my saw. I might also pull in some tools like my ability to communicate with workers, my ability to also um, um, the, my mathematics and the numbers that are really good. So all of these parts are my deep part, my deep 
patterns. And my deep patterns, which for me are organizational communicative, those are the two big deep patterns that I carry out, are what helps me accomplish my life purpose. And remember, like we were talking about in the previous episode, your life purpose is not always tied to this one thing. It's tied to how you do these things. And so when you look at it from a plant perspective, the overall ecosystem, my role inside of my ecosystem is part of my life purpose. Where am I helping the ecosystem achieve? What am I helping the ecosystem get to? That's how I tap into what is considered my life purpose. And from my life purpose, eventually we'll get into this discussion, we're not gonna get into it now, is that my life purpose is really one tiny piece of my overall soul mission. So my soul has a mission, my life purpose, I come incarnated in with a series of different um, characteristics and talents and skills. And this is the life. And those are given to me in order for me to accomplish what I need in that life purpose. But the thing that I'm living in this lifetime is to help my soul on the journey that my soul is taking to accomplish its mission. So these are all very much t um, connected. So the next time you're starting to think about your passions and you don't really understand and you feel kind of lost and you feel like you just love everything, Remember to focus not so much on what passion you're carrying out at that time, but more of what are the patterns that you normally naturally move towards and think of yourself, even if you just think of yourself individually, but more importantly, think about the context in which you're in, whatever context that might be in the moment. Maybe you're in school in this period of time, or maybe you're a parent, or maybe the most important thing right now for you is the particular job or the entrepreneurial work that you're doing, or even service or community work, right? I work with all types of people because the point of the work that I do is not so much about, I mean, what job you're doing in the moment, because as a multi-potentialite, honestly, you're probably going to change. You're going to change jobs. You're going to change careers. You're going to change relationships. You're going to change lots of different things because that's kind of the nature of the multi-potentialite having all these different tools at your disposition. What for me is most important is that you do it with confidence because you understand the patterns and uh, that you're carrying out and how those help you accomplish your life purpose, right? So I want you to see your passions not as something that holds you back or distracts you, but I want you to be able to see all of those various passions as a series of tools and approach each one with curiosity as to how can you help me today? How can you help me begin right now? And this is, again, the reason why I love sharing all these things inside of the Naturally Conscious community, because when we're in there and we're talking and when we're taking our master classes, where you're actually able to ask questions, you're able to have a discussion. And even when you work one-on-one -on -one with me, it's not really just one-on-one -on -one because we work one-on-one -on -one so we can get specifically into the work that you're doing and that you can step in more confidently into the mindset that allows you to use all of your passions based on the need for you to be locally attuned. So you're attuned to the situation in which you're in. But you also have, as part of Flourishing Sprouts, the ability for you to step into the naturally conscious community, into a leadership group, into the creative writing group, into the book club, into the master classes, into reconnect with the plant kingdom so that you understand all the kind of ways that plants help us see 
these different parts of ourselves and how our passions could be mapped into an ecosystem. You're working not just with me, but you're working with an entire ecosystem of different people and beings, plants and human, and most likely probably animals of other sorts and spiritual beings. Cause you know, remember I do live in one of the largest spiritual communities in the world. So it's not like we discard any of this, right? So we bring everything onto the plate and we can use all of that for you to step deeper into your true nature, which your true nature is that combination. Passions is helps you carry out your deep patterns which are what allows you to accomplish your life purpose, which is one piece of your overall soul mission. So everything we're doing right now, that whole naturally conscious approach is about understanding this piece, these pieces and how they relate together specifically for you but also so that your accomplishments are for your personal good, but for the good of all of humanity and of the planet and of every single ecosystem that you are presently working in. So I hope this has been a little bit more clarity around you know, what being a multi-potentialite means for you and how you can work with the plants to better understand what multi-potentiality looks like in other organisms and then apply those back to yourself. So really working constantly back and forth with plants as mirrors, mentors, and models to help you better see your full true nature, not just the conditioned human shell in which we're in. And then help you also shed some of that conditioning that has sort of made you um, distance yourself from your various passions for fear of losing in yourself in distractions. Because I instead want you to embrace your multi-potentialite self in order for us to see the right combination for the specific thing you're trying to accomplish right now and to bring up to the surface your deep patterns so that going forward, you can rely on your deep patterns to help you pick the passions and talents and abilities that you have that are most suited to the piece of your life purpose that you're accomplishing in this very moment. So I want to hear what your thoughts are. So please leave me a comment or, you know, reach out to me any which way. And also if you want to talk specifically about how any of this could be applied to your personal life, all you have to do is reach out to me. I'm always in the Naturally Conscious community, or you can find me through my website because I never, ever, ever, ever want to hear another multi-potentialite who comes to me saying, I'm supposed to be disciplined and I'm supposed to focus on one thing. No, no, and no. You are supposed to be the creative, curious soul that you are and the talents that you have have been given to you specifically for you to be able to carry out these deep patterns and to accomplish your life purpose. And I want to see you get there confidently, comfortably, consciously, and most importantly, truly and completely embodying your true nature. That's it. That's me for now. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. Intro and outro music by Steve Shuley and Poinsettia from The Singing Life of Plants. So join me, Tigirila Gardenia, and my plant collaborators next time on Reconnect with Plant Wisdom.